Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Controversial subjects with the facts can be tense, but we are a science here to make things make sense. Today we're talking about heat waves, how there's been a seemingly crazy rise in the amount of extreme weather events that we're witnessing and seeing on the internet, what that means, why it's happening, what we should do about it, should we be scared or not? We're talking about heat. It's hot, y'all. <laughs> I said a heat burning my heart. Is that the is song that, you're singing? Yeah, like I was trying to get to the song that's about heat waves because I know there is one, but I don't. What is it? That's like a. I mean, I think it's in Sister Act, so that's why I know it. Can't keep from crying. I feel like it's in the background while they have like a cleaning montage where they're like Sister Act the one or two. I think one. Wow. Heat waves. Well, but now I'm like, no, I might just like have it in my head from American Idol or something. But like, okay, there's obviously a song about heat waves, but there should be a new song about heat waves by someone cool like Rosalia. And <laughs> it should be. Well, it's like, I think Lord tried that. Oh, no, that was solar waves, power. Yeah, I see. They all need to like no, combine they need to... their powers. It's like Avatar, fire, air. Yes. And then it's like one of them can take on heat. Yeah, but it should be like a <laughs> metaphor for like. I don't know, like how sexy hot times can also be really bad or like something like a dark song about like a heat wave because everyone wants a heat wave in the winter. We're from Canada. They want to be hot. Then now when the hot comes, it's like, okay, no, we're all dying. Like there's like you make a song about it (laughs) and your Lord or your Rosalia. The amount of art and ideas that come out of this podcast we're just giving away for free a gold mine i hope you're listening rosalia Um, speaking of heat i know we kind of gave this away last week but we're recording this ahead of time about to go on an amazing two-week off grid i'm so excited this is the very last thing we're doing and then we're escaping this godforsaken city into the country yeah onto a lake no internet no data just peace. You get no data. You get no data. Are you excited? Imagine I wasn't. No. Well, like I'm you, so excited. Okay, because you have kind of talked about when you have like I, and I'm sure we've talked about this on the pod, but like I love free time. I love to be at ease. And we've talked about how you have like when you have lots of space, like you kind of get existential sometimes. Yeah, that's true. I'm not. I'm not not expecting to like. Spiral, spiral, <laughs> but like in a good, in a cool way. I'm gonna read books. So I still funny. keep myself occupied. I mean, like, do you want to play ping pong again? Do you yeah. want to go snorkeling and look at seaweed? Like, these are all fun snorkeling. things I want to do. I yeah, guess like there are goggles. little snorkels. It's like, do you want to like, go kayaking? You're giving people the wrong impression, though. It's truly just like sand and mud. Like, it's not like we're near coral. No, but <laughs> it's still fish. cool to look in a lake. You just don't like lakes because you're scared. Yeah, actually, that's scared. something I've been thinking about. So. I've been trying to overcome my fear of cold. Like we were talking about cold showers the other episode. 
and how it really affects my body. So I've started to view myself even through like working out more as like a stronger person for the first time in my life and realizing that a lot of, um, it's like kind of that idea of grit. Like I feel like I've learned a little more now to push through pain. Like I was so afraid to push myself working out before and now I'm like a little more comfortable in pain. And so I've been trying to translate that idea to like getting in cold water and being like, sometimes it is mental. Like of course pain is real, but once you practice experiencing certain kinds of stress, you can overcome them, which is what you've talked about even with like the cold showers. Um, oh, that's but- cool. Cause yeah, like, cause you can't do like, you can't have like for example i'd be like just jump in and then we'd get in a fight yeah like, you because can't i be realized over time that. with the gym that it helps to practice that and going too far out of your comfort zone or discomfort zone is like too fast but if i with the gym it's been like incremental and now i'm lifting weights that in the beginning i would be a really afraid to touch and b was like i would never push myself to failure especially if i was alone but now i'm like no i feel comfortable like knowing that's safe knowing there's a safe way to do it Mm -hmm. anyway all this to say i'm trying to experiment this with cold water but the one thing that i don't know how to get over is i'm actually afraid of lakes <laughs> and water i'm afraid of water so i'm not actually i like to swim but i realize like same when i get to, in the water about it like but you, it's been all these years of me like i go in and i just but if i'm alone i won't go in the water like i'm scared yeah i'm I, actually I, like afraid of like something grabbing my foot i know i used to <laughs> be like that. i i feel like i had to do the same thing with all the cold showers the jumping in cold like with that i was not i was also afraid of lakes, super afraid of but lakes. like how old are you like <laughs> probably like, like um, seven no i mean i think I'm like i'm 34 like it is weird that i'm like afraid that something's gonna bite me when i've been in lakes like for decades now nothing's ever touched me nothing's ever hurt me and i'm like afraid that a shark which doesn't even exist in a like shark? no there's just this like weird mental image of like something attacking me yeah no i think i felt that you're like probably like it went away when i was like 17 to 19 but i still was like <laughs> an adult enough that I remember and I think I have had more exposure. So that's part of it. But I also think it is the same concept, right? You have to practice more in that space and realize like, and just go swimming and being like, wait, okay. Like what is actually below me? It's like, Oh, there's seaweed. There's really gorgeous nature and fish that are like, I should only be so lucky are still existing in this gorgeous freshwater lake. Like I think I've like been like when I was younger, I was bit by a crab and it, like, I think that that's the ocean. Me. No, I know that. The ocean. I know that's the ocean, but I think it translated into this idea of like, there are things that can, even though it only like snapped me and cut my finger, it wasn't like a major, but it no, just that's scared scary. me so much. But like my point is more like it is a mental game for me. It's like, it's about loving nature. It's about appreciating your surroundings and realizing that like not ever, ever looking at nature in a fearful way because mm-hmm. it's such a beautiful thing. I know. I know. I know. I know. That's like, that's, people, that's I just, how I, I just, my brain. It. Oh, you're right. My brain. But like if I was swimming and remember that one time we saw a snake or I saw it and it was huge just swimming in the water and I was on the dock and I was like, if I had been in the water swimming and saw a snake, I actually might have a heart attack. But, but again, it's like, I know that, it probably I won't know, do anything, and, and it, but it's so scary. But that's the thing. You're still, you're still like under the assumption snake equals scary. My point is I've had to train myself to be like, that's actually so cool to see a snake, uh-huh. like a snake in nature, not in a zoo in its natural habitat is like a gift. Like that's how I, I had to change my perspective because I was also obviously scared of a lake because mm. it's like, 
water. But anyways, I'm saying, again, I can't tell you to do this. You could do this on your own. But it's not like I just have always thought lakes were not scary. Do you know what I mean? I was fully scared of them. For sure. Yeah, I assume lots of people are. But when we were at like a, a cottage with some friends the other weekend, I don't think I just realized in that moment I'm having this fear and other people aren't. Like I oh, really? when I go but in the no, water. I was the only one really stepping in there. True. Like maybe people don't articulate it, but when I go in the water after the cold is over, I'm like screaming the whole time. I'm like, I thought seaweed touched me. <laughs> like and I'm actually like my heart is racing. Yeah, that's true. Other people were and just people are just swimming. like waiting out in the water. Yeah. I'm like, aren't you scared? Like I'm here to wow. cool off and get in and like stop smelling because I'm sweating. Yeah, they were more like, Oh, it sucks that the ground is a little gross, but they were never yeah. scared. I was like I cannot touch the muddy ground. It like scares me. I do not want my foot to touch that. And like I, so I was like kicking frantically so I wouldn't like. Well, anyway. you should think about it like literally like heat waves. You're so lucky to live in a part of the world where there's all these like freshwater cool lakes. Mm-hmm. Like we're so lucky. Like maybe trying to give it like that. Like it's so hot in the world. You get to jump into this thing. That is such a yeah, going yeah, back yeah, to yeah, the yeah, gift. Yeah. No, I, I, that's why I went in. But well, we'll see. Oh, I mean, you, we'll you, see. you're gonna try, I guess, and work on that. This, trip. yeah, that's gonna be my little uh, cottage oasis getaway this time. I'll see if I get over it. Yeah, I'm. Ooh, I'm excited. I'm gonna be staring. No, that's too much pressure. Pad. Don't. Okay, never no mind. pressure. It's just like maybe, maybe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, let's get into what we learned this week. See, I did oh, what did we learn this week? Actually, but I Let did it. it. Oh, you pressed the button. Too. Yeah, and like. But you're right. You did lead it. You, yeah. You signaled we should do it. Thank you. Okay. You go first. Boom. Oh that. my God. You're just like an absolute leader today. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so this is related to heat waves or at least, you know, climate change. So a new brand new research analysis came out, found that the number one threat to food security in the next oh, 20 okay. years is increased demand for water. So there you go. Ba- not to go back to the lake, but you're jumping into fresh water. Yeah, true. It's and, a literal um, that, lift. Uh, food security issue was closely followed by heat waves and then droughts, income inequality and political instability. And what I didn't know, they're linked. Yeah. It's all linked and it all impacts food security. Like as the heat changes and their access to water, like obviously people in places that don't have access to water that impacts our food security. But that was just saying like, that's going to be the number one issue in the next 20 years. I didn't know this, but global hunger levels in 2021 surpassed the previous record in 2020. I mean, I'm so curious. Do you think that's pandemic energy? I'm sure it's intertwined, but if, tw- yeah, like I actually don't know if that's. Well, it, either way, it's because sad or population and growth awful. and these things. Yeah. And it's like everyone's always like, humans are, are progressing. It's like, mm. with climate change, it's really scary because it's like, eh, there's a huge chance that we might not. Mm. One of the books that I got for the cottage is like The Next Apocalypse, and it was all about how, it's all about how. In the past, when a civilization like falls, just that feeling of like we pinpoint it as like a comet hits, like it's like this mm-hmm. fast like thing. Like a moment. Yeah. And it's like, all about how no, they're actually like really slow, mm-hmm. progressive things that usually rely on like people with privilege and in power picking up and leaving as opposed to like trying mm-hmm. to work together. Like right. that's the thesis of the book from. The blur. The I'll, I'll read it and then we'll definitely have a, a podcast <laughs> about it. But I was like, that's super interesting. And it reminds me of now. It's like, we truly are in this situation where we need to band together. We need to like figure out bureaucracy and like social, essentially like socialist ideals to try and come together to figure these things out. Mm. But we continually are watching like rich people like Elon Musk, the pastiest mofo I've ever seen on a yacht, 
being like, I'm going to do this random yeah. stupid tunnel when we're like, we just need light rail trans and like, yeah. And like, even like, I saw a lot of people like, talking about like Kylie Jenner, like picking which jet she wants yeah, to ride yeah. today when I'm like having to be like, am I going to have a metal straw? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you, we still are obsessed with Kylie. Like we are, mm-hmm. we're, there's still there's still a lot of like broken yeah. and like, we're all part of it. Yeah. People who are saying that are often also still like super engaged with that system, including us. Yeah, like it's it's annoying that I like kind of know what Kylie Jenner looks like every two weeks. Like it's like why I don't I don't even care about them, but they're like and it's like that's not that's everyone's fault, including mm-hmm. my own. But I just feel like maybe more stats like that, like things actually like world hunger getting worse. It's like people need to start realizing that. And realizing that, like, just because it's not happening to you doesn't mean the implications, even billionaires will feel these implications. Like, yes, these billionaires can escape and fly in private jet away from these heat waves. And like, but when these Zealand. heat waves start impacting, like, food chains and start impacting just, like, how the world functions when, like, millions or billions of people are impacted by, like, food insecurity and the, the whole economy will flip on themselves, yeah. you know? And, like... That what they value so much, this money will become a very different scenario. Yes, they might still be safe and secure, but they'll be living in a world that's like, why do you want to live in that world? Well, the Ministry for the Future, a great book everyone should read about the future, like the near future, but also it's really based in science. What en- what ends up happening as a plot point is like eco terrorists like a bomb Davos, <laughs> and then like, and then also so many eco terrorists are. This is obviously so extreme, but it's like flight becomes less of just like a thing we all get to do because people actually start again creating violence within people like flying targeting like it. targeting them and it's mm-hmm. like so when they're afraid to fly yeah this is obviously so hyperbolic and it's based in like a far enough future but a lot of the book is based around heat waves when people start dying on mass mm-hmm. from something like a heat wave which is as we'll get to it so directly linked to climate change mm-hmm. there are going to be drastic things that happen and in this case like there's this story of these billionaires these like quote-unquote influencers and their lives are hell because they're getting dragged through the mud like the kind of the way we are with elon musk now like i know he can't not realize like so many interesting smart people think he's a joke yeah but also his life like just flying to mykonos to go on a yacht it's just so weird they're not trying even harder to like look you know like even if they were like faking Wait, what? it I, i'm just oh it, to be like, on a yacht yeah or even just in their general life to be like oh my gosh here are all the other ways i'm trying to change to show and lead lead by example and yes some of like some of them i guess kind of do but i just feel like they're all so annoying and it's like don't you want people to like look I, at you and kind of at yeah. least like you like i know some, some people, people are do, obsessed right? yeah like i think that's the thing we don't necessarily get but the there's gotta be the so many do. i guess when you have that much attention no matter what you're getting hate and love and you probably yeah, can't discern exactly. between which is legitimate they probably think oh the people who i'm always gonna be haters. hated like regardless yeah. of what i do yeah that's i think a big part of it like but you even, just think about legacy you think they'd be like no this matters and i want to at least do as much as i can like but that's what, he, that's what he's doing i guess like, his mind he thinks he is go listen to our elon musk episode because we were arguing then on different things like you were thinking more of what i think at the time people still think which is like grimes whole thing <laughs> i love like i have to th- i always think about grimes because i love her so much and i love her music and i'm like how the hell did you do this <laughs> and like create baby with him but she's saying like at least he's not sitting around and trying to make 
do nothing about this situation. So when he's a billionaire and he's probably around all these other billionaires who are clearly like fossil fuel lobbyists or like mm-hmm. truly like just trying to make money off of like Uber. Like his money's coming from something that could change the world yes, for the and better. they don't believe in the government. Like they yeah. think that if we just sit around and wait for bureaucracy, it, won't, it happen. won't happen. And so then they think of their privatized concepts of it as the way to go. But I'm saying, I personally think in the last seven to eight years, we have seen so much damage from that thinking mm. and it's, it's infiltrating and ruining the ability for function for governments to function. Mm-hmm. So it's like, they're not necessarily wrong by being like the American government is flawed and messed and maybe getting worse and going to be harder to make change. That's not a lie. But I think part of the reason why it's not working is because these mm-hmm. private interests are right. ruining it. So yeah. it's like, I think that if he just cherry picks his own moral values, he can he sit back and be like, bubble of, yeah, of feeling justified in what he's doing. Uh-huh. And I think that's what, he's well, doing. then that is actually, no, this is really morbid and probably related more to the episode than this part of the, like, like just yeah, think funny. mine's about heat waves too, man. What did we learn this week? Like, that's all I'm thinking about. Okay. Well, we'll just talk about it all the whole time. Yeah. Um, I was just going to say like the scary, sad thing is there are already so many people suffering from food insecurity and extreme heat and water and accessibility and these things all over the world. And we, as people in this kind of like quote unquote Western world who have like relatively comfortable lives, don't think about it that much. And Mm -hmm. it is kind of this game of like, until it happens to you, you don't think about it. And it makes me realize in a sad, morbid way, like billionaires won't think about it until it is the very end, until it's too late. Yeah. Like they will just be the last people impacted. Cause I'm like, well, they've got to realize at some point, but then there's lots of people, even in our shoes, like we only have to think about it sometimes, but there are people who live every day of their lives experiencing. Yeah. Well, that's why it's super morbid, but that's why I'm like those targeted attacks in that book mm. as plot points is really fascinating because right. they're still public, kind of like, they're public, um, entities and people that we all watch. And as mm. things get worse and as their lives right. don't get affected or they become more of the issue while simultaneously being photographed on yachts, even celebrities. I'm like, it's just, it's all going to shift in our Mm -hmm. lifetime. I think, I hope like influencer culture kind of took me down a peg where I'm like, wow, we're now obsessed with like truly people who don't even like act in movies who just like are hot. Mm -hmm. And like, it's just like weird that it's like, Oh wait, I guess we are like truly golden retriever, simple brain that Mm -hmm. we're just like hot, hot, hot. Like, Like there's so many things at play, but I do think there will be a time where being a celebrity will be, really hard to not be shamed just from the mere aspect of like being thinking that showing your aspiring life is interesting. Mm -hmm. I think it still is interesting for some reason, but it's going to change. I think, I think, I think, I think, but I see it with like Lord and like Billie Eilish and going back to these people. I'm like, they're not like, they're definitely on private jets, but they're like trying to hide it. There's an illusion, which is like maybe not necessarily better, but I'm like, or I'm actually or curious, are they taking light rail trans across Europe? I don't better, know. At least in one way, but maybe not act like, you know what I mean? Like I'd rather them not glorify it. Yeah. If they are. That is one thing is not great. But it, like, if you're Lord, you can't just like go on a charter plane. Like you can't just go on a regular schedule. Yeah. Plane. So the thing about the thing about <laughs> Lord Eilish. is I'm like, can you? Okay, oh, so, maybe she can, but I just mean like Billy Eilish. I don't think can like walk onto an American Airlines flight and not cause a scene and have to like wait where everyone yeah. else is waiting. Well, it's super interesting. Not like now it's like heat waves, climate change, celebrity, but like <laughs> Lord, like at her concert there was like merch, but then there was like this booth and it was like an organization from Toronto. How you can help with climate change in the city? So clearly she's putting on these shows, and the point 
of her like platform is that there's somewhere there there were people who were like you can volunteer with us you can sign up with us and i know billy eilish is like that too so they're obviously like okay this is the huge issue of their time as gen z people because again lord is so young they know that and i do think that as a celebrity you could lie to yourself and be like i'm going to cause a scene on this first class flight Mm -hmm. but it's just like there's also just like a level of like that's not that big a deal. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, and yeah, and if you are booking first deal. class, it you, is like, you, your first you have class, a, you have a lounge, you can go yeah. to, you might have to take selfies with seven people, but we're talking about, yeah, the no, it, it, you know it, I mean? end of the day, it is like a capitalistic endeavor. And like, whether it's, you know, Lord or Billy Eilish, and I know we're just only using two young <laughs> Harry girls, Styles, so Harry Styles. Okay. <laughs> like, um, whether it's Harry Styles or his management, that's like, well, if we have a private jet, we can get you around way faster. We can yeah, do more yeah. shows. You don't have to wait in airports, like, because they can make more money yeah, or save yeah. more money that way. That's probably also what it comes down to for their teams. But that is just the question. of Well, life. and it all goes back to the same issue and idea, like these heat waves in many ways are being caused just by like greed point blank in all humans. And a lot of people are like, how could you ever turn down the opportunity to make more money and perform more places? Mm-hmm. And they're also celebrities. Like we are talking about them and highlighting them more than like someone who works for Google, who we all know are high up at Google and are still private jetting around yeah. the world. And like, no one's calling them out cause they're not famous. Right. But like, there's something about this decision you need to make at a certain point, which is like, is my, time on earth like worth being spent doing all these like quote-unquote amazing things at the sacrifice of earth mm-hmm. i think that's a hard decision like we have yeah. we deal with that all the time too like yeah we have a really like amazing opportunities life. come up opportunities and, yeah. and you think why would i pass this up and then all of a sudden passing it up feels more sad because mm-hmm. the opportunity is there yeah and you want to like live your life yeah no it definitely is it's so hard it, that's why it's hard for any individual to take on responsibility yeah because in your own way you're not individually responsible and like i don't know but there's something about like there is there is a for me at least as someone who's interested in pop culture a huge link to climate change and celebrity culture because it is hard to like yeah like not take a straw or not go on like a normal flight to another country for fun when you like are watching or like Rosalia fly to for four hours to be at a Paris fashion show. Mm-hmm. And you're like interested in that. It's like, you know what I mean? You're always aware of these people mm-hmm. doing these things that are so quote unquote amazing, like these opportunities. Yeah. But then, so obviously the opportunity when it comes your way, you're like, well, it's not as bad as that. Right. And then everyone's like, I just think there's so much more like, it's easy to always look at someone else. Yeah. Like, I'm not doing the worst thing. And they're yeah. obviously posting about it on Instagram because that's their life. And they're probably like, this is so interesting. I'm like at this insane fashion show in the desert or whatever like (laughs) it's just weird how these things all mix to create this like huge issue that yeah i hope we can figure out okay let me get into one of the solutions that i have wait are we talking about heat waves already kind of because mine's about heat waves so then should we just like go like take it no no because it's probably done this week okay like yeah no it's fine i don't have like yeah okay. okay um it's about clothing designed to keep you cool or hot in a heat wave so like they're talking about it now because everyone in europe's in heat waves (laughs) and so usually like they have astronaut clothing and they have athleisure wear that is 
designed to keep you cool, but it requires a power source. So it's like, oh, they're like kind they're of plugged in. Well, for astronauts, this is oh, the case okay. with batteries. And then there's also this idea of athleisure that like these companies have been making, but they all involve like solar panels or like okay. some, in some cases you like plug your shirt in. <laughs> and so this one is made of super thin strips of metal and plastic that when they're warm, they bend. So like when you are a certain temperature, it bends the metal that it lifts the whole shirt off of you that you can now have heat escape from you. Whoa. And then when it's cold, the metal essentially goes like back to its original form, hugs your body and keeps you warm. That's cool. Yeah. It's super are ugly. These, okay, <laughs> but I'm like, like, but are I'm these like, on the market? No, they're like trying to figure out. Well, like, here we are buying more things. Well, I know. So there's like <laughs> parts of this that are interesting because I'm like, it's fashion. It's these things that like, we were just talking about fashion show celebrity like there is something mm -hmm. here that's like and even ugly i'm like that's not fair for me to say it's all subjective and to be honest like whenever i see fashion now i'm like this we're in an ugly stage i feel <laughs> but it's like they said that it can keep a person's comfort level um like baseline in external temperatures of two degrees higher and two degrees lower than like what okay. no people would normally think yeah. and then they they're pitch is that if people wore this in their house they wouldn't have to warm or cool their houses by those four uh, degrees it would help you adapt yeah in in a larger range so you don't have to use as yeah. much energy to it's totally like out there and yeah. like not necessarily I, something i that... question like how legit it is but i mean maybe yeah like you know you're just like is this a gimmick is this act am i gonna wear this and be like i don't feel any different <laughs> well it's it's interesting because it's like a response obviously to these constant heat waves that we're going to have people trying to think of different ideas mm -hmm. but i think it more just stuck out to me because it was like i think about the green new deal and light rail transit and all these things that i'm like those matter and i'm like but there's also these other things that who yeah. knows in our lifetime will be like oh that's the thing but there's the argument for like instead of buying something new um just like take a shirt off or put a sweater on like yeah, yeah. There, there's other ways to be hotter and colder that don't require you to turn up or turn down your heat you know but yeah. obviously that maybe if you're out and about it is like a clever invention or it's like do we do outside. these strips of metal get in, input into like in our future world into all of our clothes right that's just like that's just like part of the fabric it's bag. part of like how it yes yeah. no it's settles. definitely cool it's definitely interesting it's like sure. dune vibes it is so hard because we're in this position now where like every invention is cool, but we have to like think about what is the implication of just consuming yeah, and making more production. things. Which ones are worth making because they actually help us? Like, because we obviously need to make things that will help us survive any extreme weather conditions. And which ones are just like actually inflaming the problem more? Yeah. One thing I can't stop thinking about is like, sorry, I obviously can stop thinking about this. It's a stupid thought. But ever since I've just like committed to se shopping secondhand, I feel like my fashion's gotten so much better and i'm like why is there not like the celebrity that every red carpet is just like this is secondhand yeah. like i just it feels like an easy way to stand like you know the met gala yeah. it's like no this wasn't made this is i literally went with my stylist to these secondhand stores in these cities right. and we pulled Fat, together like, this cool look like like um freaking um sean mendez's was like this is all recycled material but it looked like so chic and it was like made clearly by like 17 people like yeah. the, like it's not relatable well this is the problem with fashion it's like if it's secondhand it's like out of fashion mm -hmm. like but everything's cyclical it's all that's true Everyone but you know what i mean like, like the, the fashion 90s. industry wants to be like what are you wearing that's yeah, new yeah. like what it mm -hmm. like and so at least when they're recycling materials they can make it in a way that feels new and i guess yeah. the fear would be like if you're supposed to be fashionable but you're wearing something from 
like 10 years ago is that actually well, like people not do cool. that but you're they right wear, i think they wear vintage like it's cool like kim k wore that like yeah. Marilyn Monroe. like people will go on the red carpet and be like this is vintage dior and yeah. they're kind of saying it but i'm like it's like, still it's dior strong. and like yeah. from a museum i'm thinking like how about like a stylist works really hard to right. go like and you know you have all this time yeah. and you pull together this thing and it would also i think make people judge it less harsh yeah and there yeah and like definitely it would could highlight how there's also different there's a i think there's a perception that secondhand has to be like tattered or old yeah or worn, yeah no i don't where it's like no. there is also secondhand for these high brands yeah. like that is expensive like i think not that i think that's cool but i think for celebrities and people who like fashion like the idea of secondhand yeah. to them is like oh i don't want a ten dollar shirt i like i want to yeah. spend my money on it i brand. went to that store in la the real real which is like the version of that and it was so funny it was like actually insane it was so expensive <laughs> because they're like you're buying brad pitt's shorts that he's right. whatever and you're kind of like okay like there are people are we dumpster dive brad's yeah, pits honestly. Uh, uh, this has been a really long intro so let's take a little break and then we'll come back 
It's uh, getting hot in here, so take off. I was not like clothes. into music then, so I feel like I didn't appreciate it. Isn't that such a weird thing? There was like a time in my life when I just like didn't really listen to music. I know because you were I a still musician. Don't. Yeah, I would listen to music, but not. I was not that engaged with like pop culture at that time. Yeah, pre you, you like entered me into the pop like i didn't watch music videos i didn't watch like i just didn't really engage with like music i would obviously hear it all the time but anyway no you're interesting still, you're, little you're, fact you're, about you're me still like that <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway speaking of heat waves i think what obviously has brought this on this conversation is actually this little thing called climate change and the fact that the world feels like it's on fire but in particular like the uk recently on july 19th hit its hottest day ever recorded yeah um temperatures were above 40 degrees celsius i think it's interesting and worth talking about how some people were like from countries or places even like here where it's like we've had a hotter weather but so much of the uk is not built or designed for this type of <laughs> or like weather. that tweet that was like uh uk you're fine your ancestors colonized countries in this heat <laughs> yeah like you were able to colonize but being like none of their um, homes are designed for this. They're stores. Yeah. Like they don't have as much like AC. So like it is more dangerous for people. And it is important for these Western countries like ourselves to feel the impacts of climate change. And I think yeah, it's, that's it's a true. bit of that. Like the news, the Western news source is going to be focusing on the specific countries, including Europe. So yeah. the issues that Europe is going to face from climate change are going to be a lot different than other parts of the world where we're not getting media input. And it, it's going to be heat waves. It's going and to be what happens right. in the summer. It's interesting because whether or not, like, say, places like Canada, America, Australia are more equipped for, like, extreme heat, the sad reality is that we're going to care more about the UK suffering and going, like, it will be in our news more when they are yeah. not able yeah. to Yeah, like, the Guardian compared to, like, yeah. like Asia like or Sri Africa Lanka. or anywhere <laughs> yeah. where it's like that's been, this has been happening for so long that they've had these insane heat waves where people are dying. Whereas when it's in the UK, we're like, oh my gosh, we're we're hearing about it all day for a week, you know. In general, and we know people who are like putting it on their stories that are there that are like it's so freaking yeah in general people from the west are literally dumb like we don't have the ability <laughs> to like understand or empathize properly with the world yeah unless we're like oh my god the queen's hot and it's yeah like, sad. like we see like a drip of sweat and a picture on the queen and we're like oh, oh my, my god, my god. Is real. the crumpets are gonna <laughs> melt but it's uh. sad and true that like europe <laughs> um, but europe's in a particularly fascinating like situation and that it is it is bad like it mm -hmm. is going to like Many people have already died and are going to continue to die. And I think that that still matters. And I think there is something interesting about their lack of ability to deal with it. Like, mm -hmm. it's like there are other parts of the world that have just like more experience with extreme heat. That doesn't mean it's yeah. like people aren't going to die, but. But they probably have more also strategies, even as a family or as individuals to avoid the heat. Even thinking of places that naturally, like when we were like visiting Morocco or even Spain, it's like they have these siesta times or times when yeah. things shut down because their culture is built around realizing those times of day, like don't be out and about, yes. just yeah. chill, don't move, be in yeah, the shade. Yeah, that's true. Like the cultural impacts. Yeah. Okay, well, that's like one of one of my studies is kind of about that but a little bit like also like hashtag capitalism which we hate on this podcast <laughs> kidding like obviously that's a nuanced take blah 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 hot take capitalism bam, we're all part of it but in europe so there were extreme temperatures um in 2003 2010 2015 2018 so actually maybe i'll go back to one thing before this which is that 
excessive prolonged heat is called a heat wave. Like there's different ways that scientists define it. Okay. A lot of it is about um, the length of time that a temperature stays a certain height. Okay. Like Versus high, just high hitting it for like one day, one a few day. hours yeah. or something. So okay. they, they can sort of be defined like in intensity. So that could maybe be like the one day in London that it goes to 45, but then the next day it's like more back down to more quote unquote normal. Sometimes that's like, we'll make the news, but they won't call it a heat wave. Okay. So like a heat wave, usually it's when the temperatures are high enough for long enough that it affects and like causes death. There's issues with agriculture, wildfire frequency and workplace productivity and public infrastructure stops working. Like they have sort of like, but is that, I guess what kind of confused me about that is like obviously sometimes we're warned ahead of time that a heat wave is coming. So obviously there's like a way to look at it retroactively, but also yeah. a way to anticipate whether we're expecting, like maybe, maybe the anticipation is just about how hot it's going to be. Know that today it's going to be really hot outside. Don't leave your dog outside. Don't stay outside or stay in the car for too long without like the air on. Yeah. But then maybe there's this like way to, historically classify yes. this was a heat wave because for a week it was this hot. yeah well no what i'm what i'm more saying is like you will find different definitions of heat waves oh, depending okay. on like which the kind of field of study okay. article country you're reading about but they all like they all have to reach a specific sort of benchmark about like length of time and impact okay. that it has on okay. the, the place which might actually be interesting for somewhat place like Europe, which might have like way more negative impacts due to the infrastructure of their city, as opposed to another city that's more set up for heat mm -hmm. is like kind of what I was like picking. Got up. it. And I yeah. was like, that's interesting. Yeah, like, it is a heat wave. It's not like a one term definition. Yeah. Different studies or different governments probably use that metric differently. Yeah. And so like this study, for yeah, example, cause I guess if you're like in a country that's way hotter on average, you're not going to call it a heat wave. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like it's like, it's like, Relative. That would be a heat wave for sure if it like was like India's in Toronto heat wave. in like October. <laughs> like it'd be like, that's a heat wave. Yeah, exactly. Right. So this study found that in, from the 1950s when they started to have reliable data, data that heat waves... Um, <laughs> data? Okay, <laughs> your, your own character. <laughs> ...increased in intensity and amount everywhere on Earth. Say one more time for me, sorry. Like since the 1950s is when yeah. they can start okay. to... Like analyze really analyze properly that heat waves have increased in length and intensity everywhere on earth. Nowhere on earth has anything ever gotten like colder. <laughs> <laughs> and then most of these heat waves have had this drastic spike when you look on the graph since the year 2000. So it's like climate change is causing these heat waves. And they think that unlike, no, obviously increase in hurricanes, increase in turn, all these extreme weather events are caused by climate change, but heat waves are some of the easiest ones to directly link to climate change for the sort of mm. argument that sadly some people still need to hear that yeah. this is caused by CO2 emissions and global warming. So it's really crazy that there's this argument is still happening. You know, like uh, the other day I was on Twitter and saw like crazy. the whole side of Twitter that literally denies that this is real. That's just like, this is just that there's been this temperature and this date before. Blah, 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 blah. You're just like, okay, like, who do you need to hear this from? I know. And it's like, there hasn't. And literally, like, read a single meta-analysis that's legitimized by the majority of the scientific And community. it's like, it's all about statistics, statistics and graphs. It's like, sure, pull your one day in 1850. That was really hot. Mm -hmm. That's fine. But, like, look at the graphs of every single year. Mm -hmm. That's 
the hard part, but I do think there is a part of people not like, of course, people don't want to think this. Well, it's unfortunate that it, it honestly has become so politicized in a place like America, especially that it becomes that like identity for some people that they think the other side is lying or over exaggerating. Yeah. And then when you live in your own bubble, it's hard. Like, of course, there's probably things that we think and read about that are part of our bubble and part of our identity. But this is one where I'm like, no, but this is like we've known for so long and it is getting worse. And like even anecdotally on my own personal experience, like I can see the change yeah. in my own short life. Well, maybe not such short life anymore. It's been a long time. I'm pretty old. No, but, but I'm like, I don't remember everything on fire when I was 15. Yeah, like, like every wasn't. summer being like, I guess we can't breathe today. Yeah, and also... <laughs> like last summer. Last summer that? was wild. That's yeah. so true. Because they're, they're going to come. They're going to come in mm -hmm. Canada. I also, like, <laughs> the wildfires thing is, like, so real to me as someone who's not that old right like mm -hmm. imagine you were even 50 or 60 you'd be like there weren't like this concept of every summer la Just is like, on fire like yeah. every summer or well when our winter australia is on fire and i kind of think like when everyone's thinking about europe and going to europe like i have been like i'm not going to europe in july and august like mm. i've actually thought about that in the last few years because i'm like <laughs> all i've ever heard for the last probably six or seven years is that people just like die and there's like no air conditioning and people you mean like tourists and stuff or just people in general no sorry it's like it's like it like, happened in montreal it's, just it's like so hot so many like people with comorbidities and older people mm. die but my point is like that doesn't mean that like my vacation quote unquote in italy isn't going to be like relentlessly hot right that it's kind of interesting because i think of going to Europe and I take July and August out of my head because I'm like, like that's going to be, gonna be so hell. hard. You're just having to walk outside all day in the heat. Yeah. And yeah. they don't have like in, for example, Similar Toronto, way. this, this gorgeous lake nearby mm. where you can like escape it. There's lots of like, it, it, I know they're not set up to deal with it. So like you might even go to like some nice hotel and they'd be like, well, we don't have air conditioning or whatever. <laughs> and it's like, that is a thought I never had when I was younger. It wasn't yeah. like I would like, I would just go to Europe any time in the summer and not think about that but now i'm like portugal's on fire like <laughs> i didn't even know portugal could be on fire yeah i mean well i think everything can technically be on fire i know and i just like i don't know <laughs> that's just, what we all need to learn is that uh, most things are flammable if it get hot enough yeah, especially dry forests of non-biodiverse forests like in portugal yeah i guess um even last year here in the u.s and canada 1500 people died in the heat wave like there was like a big oh my god the off. one in bc yeah and it was a massive die-off of sea creatures off the coast as well as horrific wildfires is what this and it's just like it happened last year it comes it goes and then you're just like okay and now here we're back this year and it's like humans like don't have the capacity or something it's like too long term or i don't know like are we capable of actually realizing, obviously we are. Obviously we there's are. so many research yeah. studies and scientists who are like, we, are. we can conglomerate a hundred years of data or even like thousands of years yeah. of rough data and see like these different trends. Well, it's part of the argument like why I'm like staring at our bookshelf of all of the like the world's ending scary climate change <laughs> books that like I've read and it's like, okay, like it, we need a different approach and like, we're not like right now we maybe need to get into like start talking about things we can do because I think it is like, I think it's bad to focus on the like small group of people who are still trying to deny this. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like, okay, and, it's and happening. Most let's, at least in Canada, I've seen like the vast majority of people support climate yeah, action and, and like understand what's so close to happening. America, of course, 
it gets tough when people are like, well, what is the right way to be responsible about this? How do we put taxes on things? How do we change the way our country functions? Like those are really hard questions when like, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. trying to make sure that people are still like not being left behind because who's going to sack like who has to suffer the most most for this change? How do we make yeah. sure it's the people who can take on that financial burden and not the people who are like already suffering to go week to week? Yeah. Food, right. Um, but it is like it just feels like at least, yeah, the positive side, I think the majority of people are aw awake to this <laughs> and want to see something Done, done but don't know yeah. what should be done yeah. and it's it's almost impossible for the most average people to like change their lives so one thing yeah. i was thinking about like with like quote unquote the other side was this study that to go back to what i was saying was like they looked at 2003 2010 2015 and 2018 in europe because that's when there was the most extreme amount of heat waves again going back it doesn't mean those other years it wasn't super hot but like the longest period of these high temperatures that stayed for long enough that like infrastructure suffered and people died and they found that the GDP in Europe fell in those years by 0.3 to 0.5%. And they mm. think it's from the inability of people to unable to work. Oh, like physical exhaustion? So they're like biophysical and cognitive impacts of the heat, mm. um, the physiological strain on workers. So people who worked outside, like infrastructure, couldn't be built in the same way. The number of hours of people working um decision making goes down and essentially people just like realize in that day they just have to survive not work i'm like that's an interesting one for some of the like capitalists out there it's like yeah and then they predicted that by 2060 it could fall like europe could have serious like gdp the, issues just because of heat problems yes. alone so it's like that sometimes i'm like right. that's an argument yeah that i haven't like always thought about when i yeah. think about the like people who are obsessed with money and work and like think the green new deal is like i don't know it's just like people one lose of money those, or something yeah it's like <laughs> sucks to have to be like well capitalism causes problem but we like in this scenario are trying to use capitalism to get out of yeah. it yeah at least be like you're gonna but i do feel like we've been saying like the, the thing that makes me cynical is like we say this about education and healthcare, and we're like when you put money in you get more out actually like if you do things preventatively yeah. you get more out my hope is like I don't know. Like, it's just my fear is that we can say these things, but it's hard because there's an upfront cost. Yeah. Like, all these losses are on the back end that yeah. are, people feel are never guaranteed, right? Well, Katie Mack said something, like, so interesting in a tweet. It went really viral recently, and it was just, like, we've been lied to about the future, that it's, like... Like, future this, cities. This future, like, Elon Musk, like, tube, like, weird like flying cars. Tube, flying or, cars. Yeah. She's, like, all it is is light rail transit, dense, well, like made apartment buildings <laughs> and shady neighborhoods. It's like, it's so, that's the future. Like it's city. so, yeah. it's so true. It's so important that people understand that. Like mm -hmm. even when you think about Toronto, yeah. like one of the studies I read was just about like heat domes within the city. And it's just like these affluent neighborhoods where they have these big lawns and these trees deal so much better with heat waves because it's truly about the trees in the shade. Mm -hmm. Like we live in this gorgeous part of the world where if this was, if all of these buildings were gone, it would be overrun with trees and water and it'd be a really great place to be in a heat wave. Mm -hmm. Bringing more of that back, like parks, like right. truly trees on your street yeah. are literally huge, provide shade. Yeah. Like helpful things cool for Cool the heat whole wave. city down. Yeah. And it's simple and it's like no one's gonna argue if you just And plant. beautiful. And yeah. it's like how many studies do we need to talk about that show when you're near nature, you're like happier. Yeah. Your health outcomes are so much higher. Your like rates of anxiety and depression are lower. Like just by being 
able to see nature. And know what's super sad is that they like Toronto messed up the water line, they said, because by building all those condos, like to try and get the lake view, it just blocks all the cool air that would uh, have completely like cooled the city. the city. So they're like, there's these design flaws that we like not to fault necessarily designers because people didn't think about heat waves when they were building them like 20 mm, years ago. Yeah. But now it's like we need to rethink everything because it's only going to get hotter even in a place like toronto yeah. where we're so lucky and it's like yeah. frozen half the year there are <laughs> we like get really things. extreme heat here like yeah it is so funny when i talk to americans like the amount of times they lean into jokes that are like in canada must be freezing and i'm like actually it's hotter it's right so hot. now like where oh when we were in la it was like it is just as hot in canada like but people from la will be like oh my <laughs> god you must be excited to go back to canada where it's a igloo and you're like no it's actually hotter yeah at home right it's now. so funny how often you have to have like the talking to americans like rick mercer thing happens like, when you're you don't you're, they're like oh you probably want to get out of this heat when you get home i'm like no it's called humid like i'm always like you heard in new york and they're like yeah <laughs> new york summer i'm like it's that <laughs> Like it's like it's like so weird. I'm like it's, like it's literally, literally forty degrees right beside but wet. New York. Your sweat can evaporate. Yeah, and I'm like, you know, New York. Like, picture that city. Same concept, just a little bit colder and maybe even a little bit hotter. <laughs> that is one thing that it is like. I don't think that like ha well, I don't know enough like Europeans to know, but I just feel like it's mostly an American experience I have. Like a lot of Americans don't really know a lot about outside of their country. And they maybe hear more about Canada like being like, oh, the snowstorm and like... Yeah, in, in the Winnipeg winter, it's crazy. And there are parts of Canada that remain relatively cool. Like if you're like yeah. in the Arctic, obviously it's not getting like hot. hot well, like it's kind of hot right now. It, it still is. That's why I, it's scary. It's not like Toronto and Southern Ontario gets like very hot in the summer. Okay, no, it's super scary. Like they were, everyone, all the scientists are focused on the Arctic right now. Then oh, this is so doomsday, and I'm like, we need to figure out solutions. But and then they're like, let's check in on Antarctica. Okay, like obviously it's not how it went. They weren't like ignoring Antarctica, but oh. Antarctica, right? Antarctica, now, <laughs> Antarctica right now in their winter is so hot. Oh, so it's like Little obviously, penguins. yeah. So it's supposed to be minus forty five degrees right now, and it's minus ten degrees. <gasps> yeah. So it's like. They're kind of like, oh my god! Like they're obviously freaking out about the Arctic because it's the Arctic is super hot right now. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, the, like it's not frozen even in the winter. As much, as but it, it is like be. they think it's an El Nino event. Okay. But it was an El Nino event last year, and they're just like, we didn't think it was going to happen again. And it's just one of those things that's like. So also like now that we're learning Spanish, it's like the, El the Nino. Girl. But wouldn't it be La Nina? Oh, sorry. Then maybe it's El Nino. El Nino. Oh, wait. Is it La Nina event? <laughs> no, I would mean like, I think it is El Nino. <laughs> okay, we're correcting but then I'm like, scientists with boy. our Spanish. No, like El Nino. Isn't El Nino so weird? So it's Nino. called the boy event? Like, I always just like thought it was El like... Nino is a climate pattern that describes the unusual warming of surface water. So El Nino, the boy. All right. So then I just... Maybe it was my Duolingo that made me think it was called an El Nino event <laughs> or a La Nina event. <laughs> maybe. Um, but yeah, like I... I think it's oh, one of those. The cool phase. Oh, La Nina in Spanish. Wait, what is it? Oh, no, the cool phase. Oh, so El Nino is warm. La Nina. No, what we cool. need more La Ninas. <laughs> um, <laughs> like literally. La Nina. That's the solution to most like, answers in life. More La Ninas, yeah, less El Nino. Less boys in charge <laughs> and more women in charge. So this is the thing. It's like, when I think about like politics, I'm just like, it's so, ugh. Like we need truly light rail transit, and like we need there, infrastructure. Something like, has to happen. Who are the politicians? Okay? So people have <laughs> definitely more and more, and I don't, 
I hope this is reversible and hopefully like, you know, life goes in a wavelength and so does politics. But certainly what I see all around the world, like from my vantage point right now, is a loss of faith in politics to solve problems. And so whether that means politics, like obviously this is like things go in waves and there's been revolutions over politics in many different countries. So things have gotten bad and gotten better. But at some point that has to happen. Like no, not no one, but like, People are disillusioned by politics, are checked out, are like all the politicians have this idea that they just like want to use it for their own benefit, aren't actually happy, helping in that. There's lots of examples of that being true. Yeah. So it's unfortunate whether it's like someone who's on like a conservative side of things or liberal or whatever. So I think that's like the hardest part. It's like I obviously believe in government's ability on one level, but understand people's apathy towards that being a solution because we've just seen over and over and over like nothing really happened well okay so then i was thinking like are we like are we always just focusing on the negative like you know how there's that weird cool thing being built over near us that like the wallace emerson you're like what is that is that like a rail path sorry what the rail path like the rail path that you keep talking about that's like being built Built. oh yeah i just learned about that today what that is yeah so i'm like there you go like Clearly, the government has spent all this money because they're like, this is a really busy Mm -hmm. train intersection. So we're building this cool new, like, essentially, like, again, light rail transit to go. So I don't know if it's government. I mean, it's probably no, it is. All those things are funded by the government. Like the to help with transit between. Are you kidding? The Up Express is so cheap. That (laughs) is not making money. Probably by necessity that they're like our cities. Like Toronto's kind of. No, but stop. Like this is the thing. Like maybe those governments are like we do. We are investing in light rail transit. We need to remember that that's really cool. Like instead of being like, oh, it's out of necessity, which I, I know what you mean. It's like there at least is this amazing train being built really close to our house in order to get people around Southern Ontario more efficiently while also moving goods around on trains. It's like, that is good to see. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's true. And someone had to like probably sign off on the billions of dollars that it was going to cost. Yeah, and And so it's like... Yeah, but at the same... Yeah, no, I know. I'm just being cynical because I'm at the same time they're like maybe going to build a highway through wetlands. But that's... Which is a different government. But but, but are we focusing too much? I don't know. There's not an answer that I have right now, but are we really focused on the negative aspect of the buffoon of Doug Ford? And I am ashamed of our province deeply. Okay, here's but, what needs or to is it like we should be here's just the like, solution like you're right chain. you're right like it's i don't know like, there will always be people who will try to like do bad things or gain exactly things. And like am i focused we too just much need on to that. be like how do we all get involved in things that actually do push the needle forward or whatever the phrase is like yeah how do we help support and i'm just like, and push for change in politics or even just like grassroots communities and groups and even just i don't know it's like how do we become more engaged on that level to know like, okay, but this project is for good and we're helping to try yeah. to push it forward. And even, even if it's small and local. Exactly. So I think that's also important, but I also think like, like shift, like shifting our minds to also like be appreciative of the things that are positive and helping like friends and family focus, like realize them so that we can do, a do more things like it. And then B, also like give ourselves hope like I, okay i'm thinking about the bluer bike lane <laughs> like i use that probably like two times a day honestly maybe even three times a day because like yeah. 
like go all over the city and so I use you're it. going somewhere coming back and then going somewhere and never coming back yeah i'm <laughs> oh, sorry I mean, like three like six times total but like that didn't exist three years ago yeah, yeah, yeah. and i just i'm like sometimes i'm like on it and i'm like i get scared because i think some of there's these are still trial bike lanes and it's like will they just stop get... it they're not that's not that's, <laughs> some of them are mitch that's not true i'm literally like, getting mad because i'm like i'm trying to like be like this is not what i'm trying to say the bike lane on bluer is it's amazing yeah and so don't say that it's and i think like when i'm on it i'm like greg this you have to be so appreciative mm -hmm. because this didn't exist and yeah. someone years ago, i didn't like yeah. i didn't go to, to some house, council meeting exist. to make this happen yeah someone on behalf of my life and our city decided yeah. this amazing Was bike lane and my life has changed completely it. changed yeah. i do not drive in the city this is like a main vein for me to get all over so mm -hmm. safely Across like whole eight to nine months yeah. of the year like that is so helpful without that yeah. bike lane I would drive more. I would be, I mean, I, I probably actually would just be taking subway. transit more, yeah. but still the think of like the cost I'm saving so much money yeah. helping the environment. And it's like, I think there's a world where I could not appreciate the bike lane. Just because yeah, bike that lane. got done. You're right. That's or be like, fair. there needs to be more bike lanes and that's, and I, which I obviously always argue about, yeah. but also stopping to be like, but this one exists. And it came recently and it and came in great yeah. change. Yeah. yeah. And it's it fair. It is important to stop and not always feel like everything's wrong and acknowledge like progress has happened and is. Yeah. I guess it's just the fear against the speed of these bad things happening. Right? Yeah, yeah. And I know like bike lanes aren't the solution, but they're definitely one of them. But when you just think of one, you're like, is that enough to combat this fucking well, crazy as I, was, <laughs> as I was saying in that, like it was on a what did we learn this week, three weeks ago, but increasing 12 kilometers of bike lanes right. in European cities decreases CO2 emissions from those cities by 1.86% because the sheer amount of people who start to bike more yeah so and it's, it's like a, it's so simple it so nice and it's just like a great i don't know biking is amazing and i get like i've seen some people's comments that are like obviously you can't like take a family around on a bike but it's not it's not like you have to like transit your kids around like hey i think accessible transit is even more important, more important yeah, because is, people have families yeah. and kids and you're not like there's not like a easy and i'm not saying that you take your family there it's like oh sh it's like you're like oh shoot i need bananas yeah exactly like, like you're it's great to have driving. the bike accessibility and transit accessibility and also so many people are it makes me really appreciative of toronto because a lot of the comments on my videos where i talk about that they're just like i live in this yeah. american city where there's not even sidewalks yeah and i was just like and it's like literally every single corner in toronto is some kind of convenience store half of them have like vegetables fruits yeah, milk yeah she's like so... we can go to a grocery store but we basically almost never do like yeah we no, might for a big yeah. grocery shop but it's like i literally go one street over and get the veggies we need get yeah. the fruits and stuff we yeah need. so it's so it's such an infrastructure issue and so much of these heat waves are actually an infrastructure issue on how you deal with them but also on why they're being created like mm -hmm. It's why it's so, oh my God. I just, it's so hard to not go dark. It's like, why the, the yeah. Democrat? Who's okay. that evil Democrat? I don't even bring them. Okay. Yeah, okay. I, the only, I'm just going to mention the study <laughs> that I found because it came out Well, I did this research yesterday. So it came out yesterday. It's a brand new study. Wow. Okay. And analyzing specifically the 2021 heat wave in North America and what caused it um, and trying to like figure out. Ultimately, they were like analyzing these atmospheric circulation patterns. So there was like three major patterns and how they shifted. And they were trying to figure out like what caused this specific shift. Um, 
what they did find in a scary way is like their simulations showed these extreme heat waves are likely to increase by more than 30 percentage points in the coming years. So terrifying. But at the end of the day, their study showed quantifiably that this or sorry, that heat wave was caused by greenhouse gases. Like it was directly linked to how those atmospheric bodies moved was because of greenhouse gases and that ultimately led to that heat wave just because of the way like the one that was super hot moved up and the other like i don't know how to describe it because it was like showing all these graphs of like how they moved and the names of each heat system or each um uh environmental atmospheric circulation sorry but they were just like this we can show that this was caused by greenhouse gas Mm -hmm. emissions Mm -hmm. which is like okay we just need to remember like uh, I don't know. It's so hard. I know. I love that. I was so excited. I was like, need to remember why? Well, no, like that is important to keep on our mind and we have to find ways it's to always avoid is related greenhouse, to greenhouse gas emissions. <laughs> and I was yeah, going to say, no, like, it's fair. the hard part is like, you know, we have a house that has lights and that does have... But solar panel. Yeah, that's we have solar true. Panels. But we're lucky to have that. Yeah. Um, and like I just we don't, mean... Yeah, that's so true. That's why I think on a bigger infrastructure problem it, it it does come down to like how do we get corporations and governments to help well, support infrastructure you, that is not using greenhouse exactly gas and that is why i'm so depressed about doug forded and like i hate that because even like thinking about our solar panels like we did pay out of pocket and they even they literally said to us like you just gotta get rid of the conservative government and then whatever government comes in will be giving you subsidies and you'll get your money like you'll make your money back. And then it's like, we didn't vote in, we voted in Doug Ford and he actively wanted to get rid of the ability to use solar panels. So like, I think yeah. there is, there's still it's like, greenhouse. Like you're right. I, think, I get what you're kind of saying. Like it's greenhouse gas emissions, period. Like mm-hmm. that's it. So think about that all the time mm-hmm. in your lifestyle and like how, what that means for you eating less meat and how we vote gas and emissions. like who's going to do what. And yeah, like the, the the voter apathy the politi- political oh, apathy so is bad. is the problem like it is a problem. this election in ontario where we got doug ford was the lowest voter turnout mm-hmm. ever because people it, are just like yeah i know i know, I know. Like, and, and it's not to fault the other like the other parties were very uninspired yeah it was really that's part of it to watch. Right? Yeah. yeah um but, but it is when you yeah. realize that the like issue is so big that these setbacks even even in the states like having the trump presidency like set has set back america in like major ways like even though it was only four years we're seeing the repercussions of like him nominating these judges and what that's doing for women's reproductive rights and what that's doing for their climate it's so distracting like the whole roe versus Wade. it's so distracting from climate change issues which are like would have been able to be, I think, very focused on. Different well, everything ways. it is always it was like the pandemic distracted from it, and I'm not distracted from yeah. it. And it's like, of course, like the pandemic becomes the most important thing, and then of course, like women's reproductive rights and like your ability to like yeah. be married to a gay person or a person of a different race is like what's yeah. being debated it's like now. It's like life, that should right, be yeah. on the forefront, yeah. but it's just sad that climate change keeps getting like deferred. Like, well, we'll take that one down and we'll do that yeah. one later because we don't have the mental capacity for all of it. So, I think though at least I do believe more and more people are like aware and care. And it's just a matter of like turning that energy into real positive change, which, which I you're think, right. You, we are seeing bit by bit. Yeah. And it, we're it going to happening. be talking about care. this more. We're probably going to read a thousand books about like climate change in the <laughs> next, like, like four weeks. So I think we'll have like different versions of this conversation over and over with lots of practical things we can do. And just like, we will never stop talking. Okay. Okay. Post. Bye. I'm going to go jump in a lake because it's <laughs> hot. Bye. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.